0: Hey everybody, it's your GM Griff coming at you for the intro of episode 40. At the top of the order, I just want you guys to know PaizoCon's coming up this week and we're hoping we can see you guys there. Steve and I are very excited to be going all the way to Seattle. I've never been to the West Coast, so if you're going to be there, stop by, say hi, show me a cool bar, show me a drink I can only get in Seattle. I will drink it. I'm so excited to be going. If you guys didn't know, we have a Patreon. We would love if you love the show and want to support us for you to send a little bit of cash our way. We have a lot of awesome benefits to becoming a patron, and we have a lot of goals that we want to hit so that we can produce more content. Finally, please, please, please share the show with a friend. We have grown so much by word of mouth, and it's thanks to you guys that we've been having the success that we've been having. So thank you so much. Please continue to do that. And please subscribe on whatever podcast listening app you use. Without further ado, please enjoy episode 40 Face Off.
1: like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast
0: hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 40 it's like we're a 40 episode virgin. Because none of us have had sex since the podcast started. (laughs) (laughs) That that sounds about right. Wow.
2: Griffin, you're really bad at these. (laughs) A
0: couple of dead bedrooms, and then you got Steve, who we all knew there wasn't any hope for. Yeah. Speaking of Steve, what are you drinking, bud?
3: (laughs) Well, I'm going to be drinking a hams. It is going to be a Team Slurp episode, because apparently... uh, that's all I can get these days, according to some people. Mm. Uh, frosty cold hands, just like my frosty cold bed
0: sheets. Land <laughs> of oh, <wow>. oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. the sky bed wetters? <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's so fucking gross.
0: <laughs> Speaking of fucking gross, Brooks, what are you drinking?
4: Oh, this one is Brewdog Elvis Juice. I think it's uh, their best one,
0: personally. Yeah,
4: Mm. yeah, I really do.
0: A lot of people like their Elvis Juice. It's great. Speaking great. Speaking of great, Emily, what are you drinking? (laughs) Got her. She was. She was like, "He's gonna call me great." No, Haley.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Griffin. I am drinking some Pinot Grigio tonight. Oh,
0: some Grige.
5: Yeah, and I am not alone with this drink. My sister Anna is in the studio today, and she is enjoying the same beverage. Hey,
2: everybody.
3: <laughs> Come closer to the mic, because scoot over or to the get us. on Say somebody's
2: mic, get
5: on somebody's. What's up, everybody? <laughs> My voice is a little Our- low. She's experiencing some seasonal allergies here in Ohio because she's from the frosty lands of Minnesota and it is nowhere near this warm back home for her.
0: Speaking of people that are nowhere near this warm, Haley, what are you drinking?
2: So, uh I, r- I rolled poorly last week and so I actually uh have the fan voted on drink, uh the Patreon voted on drink. So, um I am drinking what Emily called a just peachy, uh, what Alex G- I'm, Giordano? Giordano. I'm, thank you. I am terrible with names, but Alex is the first name, and uh, it is peach vodka, green apple vodka, ginger ale, and lime juice.
4: That sounds very seasonal. How is it?
2: It's actually really good.
4: He was a Bartender,
0: right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, that was a <laughs> shit. That's,
0: Speaking of really good. Hi, I'm your GM Griff. <laughs>
2: <That's>
0: ridiculous. <laughs> I'm drinking a pure still, spiked still water. It's not as good as sparkling water. <laughs> it tastes like really watered down mango water. <laughs> Alright, well I guess I have to roll off against myself. Yeah, well, you gotta see if you roll a Natty One, I guess yep. that's the only reason.
3: Wow, I thought it was a one for a second, it's a seven.
0: Okay. You're safe. Close. So Steve will be next on the Patreon beverage poll. Mm-hmm. Then I think, I think we'll, we'll skip the roll off for a week. Uh, we'll pick a drink that we can all enjoy. Something we can kumbaya over at the start of the episode after that.
2: We need some be... team building after you are hating on my character nonstop. Character sucks, <laughs>
0: Haley. Character sucks.
4: I, I'm just sounds for, like it only sucks from your point of view From this side of the table it Sounds great it Sucks from my point of view too
0: Once the lopper takes over her You're going to be pissed that she could use I'm her mental focus me. to summon shit
2: I'm not trying to kill you I'm just trying to keep you and Long range you plan to an evil person. I'm looking we'll at the long range plan long Her five year plan is definitely to kill me. you I know <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Okay let's, uh, let's roll right in to the swamp You guys are in a couple of boats after this harrowing fight against a manacore and two blood caimans. Deadly, deadly combat, but you all made it out alive. Even Lyra, who made it out by the skin of her teeth.
5: Only because it was a water combat. (laughs) Saving grace. I
0: thought you were gonna be so good in the water combat, but alas.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, it turns out a giant cayman, blood cayman, is a little bit deadly. Better in the water than Lyra. Surprisingly. Yeah.
0: So, you guys are heading to the island. What are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? What's uh, What's everybody's headspace like after a combat like that?
2: Wait, I thought that uh, I thought we wanted to cut off the head of the manacore.
5: Oh, was that discussed? I missed that part of the episode. Lyra wants to cut off the head of the car and take it to the village elder.
0: Okay. So, I mean, it's like kind of bobbing on the surface of the water. You see blood pooling around it. You're going to need to make a strength check to pull it into the boat. I assume... How far away is it from shore? You guys at this point are as far as you were, so you're about... 250 200 to 200 okay. feet away from shore And there's not like a closer island or anything No, you know In the swamp, islands aren't super common Okay, alright Just the one Just the one
2: Do you want to drag it behind you?
0: Sure
3: while
2: you're asking?
3: Yeah, I wanted to uh, tow truck this thing into the shore Using my magical rope
0: But it's only 60 feet Okay, I mean you want to take the blood cave and stew While you're at it, just cover
4: all your bases
3: Mmm, they deserve a proper burial. Okay.
4: Proper so, burial of probably their friends eating them. <laughs> Matumbe, do you
0: have a activation word for this? Uh, this, I'm assuming you're using Ooh. the the rope of uh, climbing.
3: Yes, that is correct. I remember somebody threw something out. It was like I'm a bitch or something.
0: Yeah, you said that. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> book, 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 book. Um, it activates the
4: rope.
0: <laughs> drags them in. So the rope kind of snakes out, and as you pass by these bodies, it, it loops around them. And it's, it's a little bit more difficult to row. You have the help of uh, James, I believe you were in the boat with. I, I was Ricky. You were with Ricky. So you, Well, Ricky. I mean, if you're, if you're rolling with Ricky, that dude only rolls rocks, so... Uh, he's helping you out rowing. You guys are doing a good job. You're maybe lagging a little bit behind the rest of the group, but You all make it to the island and, and you approach from the north of the island The rope kind of coils up at Matumbe's feet dragging the bodies of the last ten feet out of the water What are you doing to him? So the blood caimans? I'm just getting
3: out of the water I'm not gonna do an actual burial on them Um but I don't want them attract. I don't want their bodies out there in the swamps attracting more.
0: Gotcha. Make a perception check on the blood caimans. Yeah, sure thing. That's a natural nineteen. We're going to be going up to a twenty-five. The bigger of the two, it's maybe bigger by about two feet. Pretty imposing size, especially for a blood cayman. You looked off the dock earlier, and you thought these were kind of small creatures, but. In reality, they can grow quite large. This one is roughly 13 feet long from from nose to tip of the tail. You look at it, and it looks like there's this slash mark on the eye. Make a heel check.
3: Ooh, okay. I got that. Hmm. It appears this animal had been previously injured. Another natural 19. Um, that's going to be
0: a 24. I can aid, No. So a twenty six? Cool. Mm hmm. Oh, with a twenty six, you know that this was likely done with a very sharp blade. A small blade, likely a dagger. Sure. Make a Was it my dagger?
3: No, I stabbed the crocodile. No,
0: no, it looks it, it appears to be healed and scarred over. Yeah. So you would think that this happened some time ago. Sure. Make a knowledge local or a intelligence check. Anyone at the table can do so. Hmm. Can we go with
4: intelligence?
2: Intelligence,
4: I can do that one. Nineteen. Damn, Ickmer. He beat yeah. me. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say I rolled Same the here. on the die.
4: Well, I mean, he's he's out in the wild, out in the sticks. This is uh this is pretty good for him.
0: So with a nineteen on the intelligence roll, Ickmer finds this kinda of puzzling like this, this blood caiman must have come into contact with a human or something. And then he thinks to the story of the beast and how the beast was supposedly bitten by a very large blood caiman. And I think Ikmer is able to start to put the pieces together that maybe this is the one that attacked the beast. But then he kind of gets confused. He's thinking, it's interesting that the... beast would carry such a blade to defend itself in the swamps and not bring a weapon when stealing from a museum. You remember that the beast was strangely unarmed.
4: Okay.
1: Um, hey guys. What's really weird about this is the, uh, well, you see this scar right here that Matumbe was able to pick out, but... But two mates, uh, the detective work has to be putting together all of the pieces. And, <laughs> and with that, um, it's, well, it's a bit strange that the beast was unarmed at the time of capture, but in, well, this fight where he was supposedly, uh, driven out of the swamp, he was not wearing, or not carrying, uh, or he was carrying a blade this time. Hmm. That does appear to be
3: odd. I wonder if perhaps he left his weapon at his encampment that we heard about? I can't imagine why he would uh, attack the museum and not bring it with him though.
1: It's certainly possible though. I mean, we find the weapon, we find the person who's been attacking, well, that was supposedly driven out of the, the swamps here from this very island. And therefore, the person attacking the village.
5: I agree. I think we should keep looking. There's more that this island can tell us.
0: Speaking of looking, please place yourselves on the island at this point. You have a couple options. You can, you can begin searching the island, of course. But you do know that time is of the essence. You do know that the trial is in the morning. And you do know that at this point, it is mid to late evening, probably... 7 o'clock, so it's, the sun is beginning to set. You maybe have limited time in the light to search this island, so whether you want to stay together or split up to speed it up is up to you.
4: Well, first thing right away, Ikmer, with his dark vision, would like to at least look for trails or uh, tracks with his uh, survival Sure, check. roll a survival check. 23 with the
0: 23 you don't notice any tracks on this side of the island you do know that the events of the beast etc happened a year ago so you're likely not going to find any tracks that are that old but you do find you're looking at the ground right and it expecting to find some tracks and then you see some low-level twigs on some of the trees broken He begins to look up and sees that actual branches have come off of some of these, like, these swamp-rotted trees. And he sees that same nest that you came across. It's uh, directly to the west. Everybody make a perception check as Ickmer kind of heads this direction.
5: 18.
2: 20. 13. I got um, 9 on the die, so 16 total.
0: Lyra, you're the only one to hear this. You swear you can hear slight movement in the nest and the sound of, it almost sounds like...
5: I think we killed a parent. There might be a baby manticore waiting for us up there. I i don't think we should kill it.
2: No, I, I agree, I agree. We shouldn't kill it. Uh, these kind of things can become very useful
5: if trained properly. Yeah, I mean, it was born evil, but we can raise it to be good.
0: Everybody in the audience missed the, uh, the brushing that offhand signal that Haley just made. (laughs) (laughs) It's evil. Yeah, I don't care.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good evil. I mean, it's, it's an animal when it comes down to it, right? So it needs some help right now.
1: Um, guys, are there supposed to be two parents? Somebody make a Knowledge Arcana on that.
2: Oh, I can.
4: I would, if I had one.
2: A roll a 16 on the die, plus 8 is 24. Right? 24.
0: 27. Okay, you would both know that there very well could be a male Manticore in this situation, but you also know that Manticores are a bit strange in that they can breed with a variety of other species of creature. They can they can breed with lions and produce more manticors. Could bre- breed with like a dire lion, produce an advanced manticore, a more powerful manticore. They could they could breed with um, what are they called uh, the, uh, the things with the goat head? Why can't I think of the name? The goat head. A cedar? Uh-huh. No, no, it's. uh, Crusader. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, they can breed with a couple of different creatures. Uh, They all produce slightly altered offspring. So, chances are, you know, it very well could have bred with another manticore, or it could have bred with a lion, made a manticore. They're very, very slim chance that it's one thing or another. You don't know until you see them.
2: So, would. uh, Did you say Eclipse would know that then?
0: Eclipse and Matumbe would know that.
2: Okay, so Eclipse would reply back to Ick. Um, it, yeah, there could be another parent, but I don't know. You never know, really. It sounds like we should probably just take it and make sure it's safe.
3: The mother may have hit it and quit it. The father may not be around. Oh, so you mean like my dad?
2: Yeah, kind of. It-
3: well, this is an unfortunate way to bring up this heavy topic.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I was thinking of Chimera, by the way, folks. Uh,
3: uh,
2: I
0: think they have goat heads. Uh, the other things that it could have bred with are a uh, lamia or a sphinx. Mm. Those are all oh, things okay, yeah, that are sexually yeah, yeah. compatible with a manticore in case you are penning a romantic fanfic about manticores. cool Every day.
2: Thanks for the info.
0: Well, I knew Brooks would be interested. I would Absolutely. like to
2: see what this other manticore fucked then.
0: Okay, well the nest is about 20 feet into the tree, so you can make a climb check or you can, you know, pull a matumbe and have the rubber climbing pull you up into the nest.
3: I think the manticore child could live or die on Phrasma's will. I do not think we need to meddle with its affairs any further.
2: That's fine, Matunbe. You don't have to, but I'm going to go up there then. Lyra we... will
5: cast guidance on you before you go up. Yes.
1: I Are you going to climb? Do we really... Yeah. I mean, do we really want to hold on to this thing... The priority here really isn't about caring for a child or a well four-legged child. And we we are on a strict clock.
0: We need to move. Make an appraise check.
2: Appraise?
0: Yep. 19 total. 12. I rolled poorly. 19, best we got? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: With a 19, you would know that a live manticore is very difficult to capture. If you were to find the right buyer for this, they would likely be worth roughly 2,000 gold per manticore.
5: There's no need to sell it. It's, it's our, our baby.
1: Either way, I'm just... Right. Inquiring minds want to know. Um, uh, maybe Matumba and I should just kind of, you know, put put investigate. Misery. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else.
1: <laughs> Finish each other's... <laughs> We finish each other's misery.
5: <laughs> you never know what a very protective parent would do to keep its baby safe. There might be some clues in the nest as well.
2: And also, it's, a, it's, it's alone now. You never want to leave someone alone forever, because that's not good. So we have to keep it, you know, give it some friends. So it's fine.
3: We, we don't need to do that.
2: Yeah, yep, yep. No. Yeah, no we, we are we on do. a
3: timeline. If so you long. want to take care of the manticore, go get the manticore. Take care of it. You can't if it slows do, us down, I'll move on.
2: I'm going to roll them. Going to roll the climb.
0: Okay. Are the people that aren't
3: climbing. 20.
2: Okay.
0: Woo. You yeah. make it up into the nest. You see, uh it appears to be, they look like two lion cubs. The nest is relatively large.
3: There's two.
0: Yes, uh, the nest is relatively large. It's actually roughly uh, eight feet in diameter. And the, I mean, they are, they're the size of basically a house cat. It doesn't look like their wings have fully unfurled yet. And you can see the characteristic tail spikes have not yet developed. So the tail is kind of like a a whip-like tail and it's kind of scaly, but it's not, it's not dangerous at this age. Make a
4: Knowledge Arcana. Okay. Well, uh, I think this is the end of book two. The Trial of the Beast is, well, definitely going to go on, and we're just going to play house. <laughs> yep, here I am. Uh, I
2: rolled 16 plus 8, so 24.
4: Uh, you would know that these would most
0: likely die without a parent.
2: Okay. I So... Eclipse is going to go ahead and take um, her very large reinforced scarf so it's, it's ready for these cat claws uh, and she's going to fashion herself some sort of baby carrier sling and
0: these things each weigh roughly half of the weight of Eclipse. I think you're what, like 32 pounds? But she's strong as fuck.
4: I'm, I am <laughs> super strong. fucking okay. strong. Hey, uh,
3: what do I have to roll to see if I can track down some baby blood came in on this island just while we're at it? Uh, that would be a survival or a perception. Oh, wait, I'm
0: not gonna do that.
2: <laughs> you can go off searching the island and leave me alone. I don't care.
4: Also, please make a perception check while anyways, in the nest. Yeah. These, are, these are baby... Manticores are the very top of my list of babies I don't care about.
2: Anyways, I rolled a 10 plus 7, so 17.
4: Uh, You see a glint of gold,
0: but it's relatively buried by the twigs. Uh, Looks to be in the right corner of the nest.
2: In the nest? Okay, I'm going to dig that up. Can I? Yep. Cool.
0: So Uh, It appears to be a strange case. And you can see that it's covered in mud. Looks like it was maybe stuck to one of the logs used here uh, or hidden within it. Okay. Um, and the second you touch it you kind of your eyes roll bla- roll back and you flash to a scene with a elderly gentleman And he appears to be tinkering with these tools. He seems to be sharpening these very intricate and delicate knives. Looks to be like a set of surgeon's tools. You recognize the man. You recognize him as Zavaskar of Hora. And he... He's sharpening these tools one final time. He puts them in a leather wraparound case, wraps them up, puts them in this very fine gold box. It resembles the box that you just picked up and hands them across the counter to you. Here you go, my friend. I do believe this will. You're really going to like these. They're top quality surgeons' tools. I only require 2,000 gold for the lot. I know you'd like to do business. Let's do some business. And then your vision fades.
2: Huh, okay, so with that, I guess, I'm gonna gonna take that, and I'm gonna climb down the tree with the manacles slung in my... uh, baby carrier that I fashioned for them. And I'm gonna show off to the two boys who didn't want me to go get the manacor what I found.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, while you are doing that, mm-hmm. I, I actually think that well, Ickmer would actually be a bit frustrated. Because he really is trying to be on the clock here and would do his best to find uh, find another path, keep searching this island for anything else. Ricky and Jason? No, James. James.
1: Uh Ricky, James, can you at least point us toward your uh, boneyard or where at least uh, you thought you saw the beast?
0: They're hanging out at the center of the island. Um Well, it would have been in the center there.
4: All right. Ikmer would have at least gone off by himself if no one else was doing that. Are you while... kidding me? Of course Matumbe is coming with you to the graveyard.
2: Awesome.
4: <laughs> okay. So as
0: you head to the center of the island, you begin to see in more detail these these hanging fetishes and and, and also kind of like stick figures implanted in the ground as rudimentary grave markers. Make a perception check.
4: Also... The image of Matumbe going traveling across the world and digging graves in all different types of soil is possibly one of the funniest things images in my head right now.
0: uh, Matumbe, if you prefer, you may roll a so you come across these graves. You may roll a profession grave digger untrained because I know you haven't put a point in it yet. (laughs) No, so your wisdom modifier added to your die, but it may or may not be. An easier check for you.
4: Okay. Well, what is it I'm supposed to rerolling? Perception. Okay. I'll go ahead and, and
3: do that and just see how it goes. 19. Well, I'm
0: very far from home.
3: That's a natural one. Wisdom modifier is zero.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see these graves. I mean, you're you're kind of... I m- imagine Matumbe is kind of observing the, the grave... Making practices of a different culture than his. Uh, Ikmer's looking around. He does see that the ground here is relatively uneven. Seems strange in a graveyard that it would be, you know, super uneven unless unless a grave was dug up.
4: Interesting.
1: Uh, Matume I I don't mean to kind of. Well, encroach on your profession. I I really do admire your digging abilities, but these seem a little fresher than normal. It just seems unprofessional, don't you think? Hmm.
3: You know, Ikmer, they, those boys Ricky and James did say that they no longer used this graveyard. So, this can't be official town business, and now... I know you are aware that desecration of graves is punishable by death in the Church of harasma
1: Well, more like punishable by Matumbe, if you ask me, but that's the same. If I find who desecrated these graves, I will bring them to
0: justice. Swift. Final justice.
1: Sweet.
0: So, <laughs> so, so I think, Igmar, by pointing this out to Matumbe, Matumbe you can take a... Um, You take a 10 on Profession Gravedigger, if you so choose. Okay. So you take a 10. Uh, you take some time as the girls are probably figuring out their, um, their manticore situation. So we'll, we'll pan over to them and then get back to you guys. Cool. So what are you guys doing with two... Uh, I, what do you call, uh, like, cubs, I guess they would be? Two cubs, two manticore cubs... Uh, <laughs> He or Eclipse is kind of well, you have to make a climb check down, I guess.
2: Okay, I will uh try and
0: or a fly check. Their wings aren't fully unfurled yet. <laughs> well,
4: sorry, not them, just Eclipse. <laughs> <I> <laughs> just a <laughs> aim for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, Lyra, um, I have two mana core and also a very interesting box. I'm gonna try to climb down But I'm not so sure Be ready to kind of catch me maybe Okay, I'll (laughs) do my best It's
0: hard to climb down With two babies I might just fall now So catch Catch me me maybe maybe.
5: She'll be standing there Ready to catch him And you might need to I rolled a
2: seven And I have a plus four to climb
5: Yeah, it's a
0: tree Yeah The climb check isn't that hard Okay So you're able to kind of descend at half speed, but you make it.
2: Cool. All right. So I make it down, uh, and I am going to slightly open my little baby carrier and show uh, (laughs) that I have definitely fashioned real quick. (laughs) Uh.
0: Do you have a profession wet nurse?
2: No. Uh, (laughs) Shame. I I actually instinctively looked at my character sheet for no reason at all. Anyways. (laughs) uh, Um, so I would probably open uh the like carrier that I have made out of my scarf and stuff. And um So Lyra, there's actually um two of them and they they're gonna need some help. I don't think that they'll survive without a parent or something.
5: They have so much potential. I think we can care for them.
2: I agree. I think that we should work together and make sure that we face these right. Do you want to take one or do you want me to hold both of them?
5: I can take one. I have a little bit of ability to handle animals.
2: Also, while I was up there, their mom must have taken this box. And I had a vision, actually. And so, Lyra, um, I saw Z from uh, the funeral. And... He was giving this box with very, very, very sharp, very nice quality surgical equipment to whoever I was seeing through their eyes. I'm not sure who that was, but they looked very sharp, and it was 2,000 gold.
5: That seems nicer than any normal surgeon would need. The beast was stitched together. Do you think he's connected to this?
2: I defi- I definitely think that there's gotta be something here, right? I mean, it's kind of an awful coincidence if it's this island, if all the beast is here, and then I have vision, we just so happen to have surgical equipment.
5: Maybe we should try to find him and talk to him.
0: Have you opened the box yet?
5: No.
2: But I, I would I was gonna pass it to Lyra.
5: Lyra would attempt to detect magic on it before opening it. You do detect magic. What type of magic she focuses?
0: Whatever kind gives you a plus one to a weapon.
5: Ah, okay. (laughs) She'll open the box.
0: I always forget what kind of magic that is. I feel like that's something I should know as a GM, but fuck it. We're doing it live.
5: I didn't want it to be a trap or something.
0: Okay. She'll open it. So she opens the box. She does find these immaculate surgeon's tools. Uh, It appears the box had a great seal, because they don't appear to be damaged in any way, but they are magical. If you roll a spellcraft, you can know a bit more. Sixteen. These actually provide a plus five bonus to profession surgeon, as well as a plus plus five bonus to craft alchemy.
2: This is definitely what like created the beast. Right? That's pretty powerful.
4: Could be, yeah. I mean, it's well. It could also be to stitch up whatever was uh, bitten here, so it doesn't necessarily have to be the beast.
5: The cutting out the eye, maybe it cut out the eye of the caiman that we saw. Is that what you're saying?
4: Well, that's certainly that's certainly true as well. But whoever, whatever bit the person running away, also probably like needed stitch or needed surgery of some sort as well but I like your idea way more
5: well I think these are like knives right it's not like a sewing yeah it's like
0: knives and you have one of those kind of like needles that uh can inject and kind of suction liquid syringe Um, it's like a syringe but have you ever seen that like they're bigger They're almost, like, the size of a seltzer can around. Like, for for kind of suctioning a large amount of liquid out of, say, an organ. And there's a pair of scissors and that kind of thing. Okay, okay.
5: Does it look like anything in the kit has been used already?
0: It does appear that um, while it's immaculately clean, you can kind of see, like minuscule scratches maybe on the on the scalpel and that kind of thing that would that would indicate that yes it's been used at least once
2: oh um lyra that looks right up your alley i mean i know that you tried to do brain surgery once so maybe we get a little more skilled
5: and then you've got a real good set of tools here if i ever need to perform brain surgery again I think I can do it with this kit.
0: You hear the ghost of Antrellis <laughs>
5: <laughs> What? You kill me like that. She looks you up. You did me dirty. <laughs> she looks up to the sky and looks for the Nethalgu.
0: Shadow descent. Roll initiative. No. Call him by name, and he shall appear. Okay. So I think with that, you guys have found out what's in the kit. You have the manticores. Are you naming them or something? You can tell one's a female and one's a male.
2: I would like the boy but
5: Okay, I'll take the girl. I just don't have a good
2: name yet. I I will think on this. Eclipse will probably be, actually, the entire time we're walking to meet the other boys, she would be petting it, getting it situated, probably in her backpack, moving some stuff out of her backpack so it can sit kind of on her shoulder and uh, be there and trying to figure out a good name. Maybe she names it Vance. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good name. (laughs)
0: Do. Okay, confuse me. Little Vance and Big Vance.
4: And Bob Vance. But the. will the, name it Bob.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the, the realization of whenever she is talking to Vance and the fact that we wouldn't be able to tell Uh-oh. necessarily Uh-oh. is problematic. So
0: <laughs> the girls head Central Island and Matumbe, you've taken a 10 on your profession grave digger. Mm-hmm. So it takes you a couple minutes, and I think they start to catch up with you. They, they approach the clearing to basically this boneyard. And what you're discovering is you've kind of done your rounds around the graves, at least the marked ones. And as you're doing the rounds, as you walk over or walk by the depressed graves, your foot kind of squelches in as if it's very like boggy mud there's about six of these as you kind of do your rounds that look depressed into the ground taking a 10 on your profession grave digger you realize that this is something that would happen to a grave that has been emptied
2: this is where it came from
3: I don't know if you guys understand how much of an insult this is to a follower of Phrasma that somebody would defile the dead like this. So Matumbe is like ashen face, like blood drains out and he is enraged. Does he attempt to check? Yes, but he's going to relay this information first to James
0: and Ricky. James and Ricky are back on the boats. Okay, they're back on the boats. Like They're, they're just kind of watching the boats. That's kind of their bread and butter. In which case, no, he's just going to go for it then.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Matumbe, hey, hey, um, you know, there's, uh, other, other things to investigate. Let's not get too caught up in, uh, this here, uh, I, I, I'm so sorry.
3: Ikma, I, I do not think this is a coincidence that there are so many strange things happening around this village and deaths and disappearances and a a strange encounter with the beast and now we have defiled graves. I need to know what happened here.
1: Well, I think there's only one thing left to do and at least secure the rest of the island. If you could do that, I would be very grateful. If there's any sort of disturbance, I'll be sure to yell your name really loud. I will I'll, come running. I'm pretty they sure... They do for you. Aww. You're so sweet. You're just like... Well, you know what? I can choose to that.
0: Okay, so... Ikmer heads further south on the island while Matumbe digs up this grave. The girls enter on the clearing as Matumbe is digging. And, and we've already made a cannon that Matumbe can dig up a grave and... 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Matumbe, make a perception check as you're about halfway down. 21 total. With the 21, you're digging and you're looking at the ground. You start to smell. It almost smells like a methane gas, gas, and, and you see the ground swell in front of you. Oh, dear. It begins to kind of, like, bubble, and the bubble has not yet burst. What do you do? Hop the fuck out of the grave. Okay. Make an acrobatics check.
4: Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that one I'm great at. This is Shaq jumping, who he is known for. Jumping. Shaq making a
0: foul shot right here.
4: <sighs> Alright. Here we go. That negative four.
0: Oh, God. Wow. Alright. That's a four. Okay, so Total. you hop, and you're very tall, so you being four feet down doesn't seem to phase you that much, but your foot catches on the lip of the grave that you're digging, and this bubble bursts, and earth and pieces of roots shatter everywhere as this gassy marsh bubble pops. Ugh. Ugh. Now I need you to roll a reflex save. All right. 17 total. You will take half damage from this. Oof. That's okay. I mean, you at least saved it. So you take three points of damage as this gaseous marsh bubble pops and sends kind of shards of rock and and mud and roots everywhere. Make a knowledge nature check if you have it. If I have it. All right, that's a 19 total. 19 total. You would know that uh, swamps sometimes sometimes contain these deadly gases mm-hmm. that uh, you, you feel very comforted in the fact that you didn't have a lit flame near this because it could have been catastrophic. Oh, yeah. The buildup of methane gas from loose soil and mud causes an air pocket that when kind of Surface, so sometimes they rise to the surface in mud, or as you've uncovered by digging, you've kind of uncovered this pocket of gas. And by exploding, I, I think you you look back into the hole, and you see that the rest of the grave appears to be excavated from this explosion. Okay. You don't find a body. There's no body. Oh my! Um, well,
3: he would hop back down in there. Besides the fact that there's no body, is there any other check that I could roll? Can I, I don't know, dig a little bit around, see if there's anything else, some sort of survival check, just if there's anything. I mean, obviously a body missing from a grave is a big thing, but is there some other clue or something as to what happened? You can make another profession grave digger check. All right. It's an 18 off the die.
0: It's just an 18. Okay. You would know that you felt like you dug through this at half speed. It was definitely filled back in. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty much 100% certain that this is a robbed grave. And you've heard about this kind of thing before. And I think with that kind of check, you would just wonder, like, if the beast is being accused of this, this grave seems like, you know, it, it was disturbed and not filled back in correctly, it feels off to you that something built of parts would rob a grave. Sure. Would, it would come to this island to rob graves. Hmm. But I think you can infer from this that the other five that, that you saw kind of depressed into the earth like this are likely rob graves as well, and you probably don't want to dig them up because the same issue would occur, likely. The decomposition causing the methane buildup and that it being kind of released quickly and covered back up.
4: And how many murders were there from the town uh, that that the Elder told us about? There were ten. Okay.
3: Ten murders, six empty graves. Hmm. One beast on trial.
0: Doom, doom. (laughs)
4: All right, Ichmer is still investigating the rest of the island. Okay, so Ichmer moves south. Please make me a survival check.
0: 19? With a 19, as you head south, you don't really find tracks, but what you do find is what appears to be the remnants of a campfire, like a, a really, really old just pieces of charred wood. And with a 19, you can tell that this was a... Campground for somebody, and it, it's again seems odd that somebody would camp out on an island designated for a graveyard.
4: Yeah. Make a perception check. Okay. Oh, his good rolls uh, run out. Three. Yeah, with a three,
0: you don't really see anything of note around the campfire again, just this kind of burnt wood. But I think you you would likely have something to say to the rest of the party searching this part of the island like hey there's a campfire here that's a little weird so i think we're gonna we're gonna flash flashback matumbe lyra and eclipse are at kind of the these graves Matumbe's figured out that the graves appear to have been robbed at least six of them and he is very deep in prayer
5: after seeing the grave kind of explode lyra's gonna cast cure light wounds on herself
0: on herself. Oh. <laughs> After seeing Batumbe take damage, she slaps a
3: heel on herself. I find it odd that you journeyed across the island and stood in front of me while I took damage and then healed yourself from wounds you took a couple hours ago.
0: You mean literally <laughs> ten
5: minutes ago? <laughs> it seems like
3: you're making a statement.
5: This island might be more dangerous than I thought it was. I got distracted and never healed myself. I was not doing very well. Do you need some healing?
3: No, i just commenting on the statement of healing yourself in front of me directly after I took damage.
5: It reminded me that we're all mortal.
0: God. Oh, really <laughs> okay, so what are the three of you doing?
5: Lyra would pull out the case that she found and say, She found... Sorry, she's <laughs> carrying. She is carrying.
4: That sounds like Ichmer type of detective work right there. Party tensions <laughs> all across the board. I guess we're
0: going to have to do Battle Royale and see who survives. I'll just sit here in the sidelines. It ends on this island. <laughs>
3: this island is <laughs> the hill I die on.
5: All right, but she would say, Matumbe, this case was in the nest with the manticore. It Surgical equipment... I think it's been used before.
3: Hmm. Not thing to lose.
5: In addition, um Machinbe, I don't know if you remember
2: uh Z from the funeral?
3: Oh, yes I do.
2: He sold these actually. Um hmm. I saw it in a vision, so they're like 2000 gold. I didn't see who he sold them to, but they're very very powerful some surgical equipment.
3: I believe it he has a high propensity for business.
0: And, Matumbe, you would remember that he did tell you to come visit him at his shop in Lepidstadt if you're ever in the town. Oh, yeah. so you would kind of click two and two together, like, this was likely bought in Lepidstadt.
3: Mm. Maybe if we bring these to Z, he could tell us who bought them originally return them to their previous owner.
5: That would really help us further this investigation. I think they might have a tie to this whole beast trial.
3: An interesting theory. Perhaps it holds water. <laughs>
1: Got her, <in> her own <laughs> game, maybe.
5: Where did Ikmer go? I
3: think he went to secure the rest of the island, make sure there were no more surprises for the rest of us. We should probably follow up with him and see what he's found.
0: The trio heads through the boneyard to the basically campground that, that Ikmer is currently observing. Everybody when you when you kind of powwow with Ikmer again, make a perception check.
4: And while they're doing that, I think it's probably worth it to state that this island is about eighty five feet wide by about hundred feet long.
0: Yeah, so it's a very and, small island.
4: So yeah, investigating this is not a not a big ordeal. Well, no, no, I, would, I
0: wouldn't orange. say unless you were very much taking your time. Which taking a ten isn't taking your time too much with like a professional grave digger. I would say like all said and done, when you finish investigating the island and you see what else, we'll see what else you do, might be like an hour and a half to a two hour affair. Perfect. We're always on that clock.
3: I got a twenty-two total.
2: You beat me by one.
0: Got him. Beats me. So. Matumbe is searching the eastern end of the campground. He finds this vial, and it appears to contain some sort of residue within. Eclipse is searching the western edge of the camp, and she finds a stake in the ground tied to a rope that leads towards the edge of the island.
2: Can I investigate that further?
0: Yep, you can follow the rope. Yeah. You would find that, you know what, like mangrove trees look like. Like there's the they're these short kind of shrubby, bushy looking trees that grow in swamps. You find a nest of them where this rope is leading, and and within
4: you find a hidden boat.
2: Oh, a boat.
4: So these mangroves look like a cage. Basically, uh, like, like a it's partly hiding this
0: boat, yeah. But with the rope, you're you can easily tug on it and find that there's something within. You look further, and there's a boat.
2: Yeah. Um. Can I actually try and pull the boat in towards shore?
0: The boat is actually against shore with the with the trees. Kind of oh, okay, okay. So it's like floating in the very, very shallows.
1: Um, Eclipse. That's uh, well, that's a great find. I I've been kind of sitting here for for a little bit and trying to figure out how long this fire has been out, but there, it might have rained recently, so I think that threw me off a little bit. But, uh, I think Ricky and, and James will probably be able to, you know, figure out where the boat came from. Well, especially if it came from the, uh, the village or not. I don't know. Maybe.
2: Yeah, ick, that's a good idea, but I think first, before they see the boat, we should make sure there's nothing in it.
1: Well, yeah, I I guess that's a good idea. But, I mean, if it came from the village, we should probably still return it to the village. It's still their boat, you know.
2: I agree. I just, I don't want anything that could interfere with the investigation being returned back to the village before we see it.
1: Oh, yeah, right, right, right. We are still investigating that. Okay, so you guys may make a
0: perception
4: check on the boat. Yeah. That's a natural 20. Ooh, baby. Still bringing it up 20, to a 20, though. Yeah. <laughs> up to a 20.
2: I mean, I, I rolled a 12 plus 7, so I have less than Ick. So
0: yeah. Ickmer can see what appears to be dried blood in the boat. Further, he sees this grisly sight. It's, it's kind of hanging on where where one of the oars is kind of in its like racked. He sees this piece of flesh Hanging on the end of the oar And he picks it up It's a woman's face
2: Dear Just a god a face. Mm.
0: The skin of a face And the scalp of a human head Ikmer could make a check But I know he doesn't have anything
2: I'm next to him
0: Okay so if you're next to him You can make a Knowledge Local or knowledge
4: arcana
2: Arkama. That's well, what we're
4: calling Ich-mer it. is going to put the face on and be like, no. Oh, oh
1: e- Eclipse, does, do I look like somebody? Am I famous?
0: Ikmer make a fortitude save.
5: Oh <gasps> no. You weren't actually, actually putting on that. your fucking face. Come
0: on. 22. So for a second you gag at the scent of rot that you've just put over your nose and eyes and mouth, um, but but you kind of hold your hold your stomach in as you almost proceed to vomit, but hold it back. All right, he dicks it off. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the fuck, man?
0: Oh. What was that knowledge arcana? Uh,
2: I rolled another sixteen on knowledge. I keep doing that on knowledge is nice. uh, plus eight, so twenty-four.
0: So you know a couple of things here. You know that A, this was removed with some sort of very surgical precision. The lines are cut in exactly the right place on a body to remove this cleanly. You also know that this might have been used as some sort of magical disguise. You're not really sure, but but you think like something cut this cleanly you can't think of any other reason why it would, why somebody would do this other than like a sick, you know, a sick murderous desire. The practical use that you can think of is, is a potent disguise, which can only be achieved with magic. You both also find a rope tied to the boat that appears to go into the water. Before you investigate that, Matumbe, you're looking at this vial Hmm. you can make a knowledge arcana check. Vial. I wonder what is inside you.
1: <laughs>
0: that is a uh, 16 off the die that comes up to a 24. The 24, as you uncork the vial and kind of like peer in for for kind of a closer look at, his, at its contents, although they seem to be dried, you get a a quick whiff of it. smells like carrots. You know... Soil foods. You know that uh, one potion that that smells pretty potently of carrots is a potion of dark vision. Okay. Please make another knowledge arcana check. 19 off the die. That's a 27. This is odd to you. Why would there be a camp with a clearly used potion of dark vision when you know that... The beast is, in fact, a flesh golem, which has dark vision.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If the beast is being accused of this crime, why would it, why would it use such a potion? It doesn't need it. It, it. And it, frankly, wouldn't necessarily work on it. Hmm.
3: Curiouser and curiouser. I should tell the rest of the party.
0: I hope they haven't found any faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, I need you guys to make a strength check if you're attempting to haul up
4: the what's attached to the rope.
2: Okay. Uh, do you do you want to just do assistance? Like I'll, I'll we have assist. the
4: same uh, modifier, I believe.
2: Oh. Okay. Plus four, right? I have plus three actually. Oh. I'll assist you.
4: Okay. Well.
2: Roll well. I got an eleven on the die, so I ought, I definitely assist.
4: Fantastic. Got a fifteen on the die. Plus 4, 19. Plus 2, 21. You're relatively easily
0: able to kind of haul this out of the water. It doesn't appear to be stuck in any way. As you pull it, though... We can do the mouth noises. I mean, that was like... I mean, it was a little (laughs) bit stuck in the mud, and yeah. So you pull it up, and you find this, this sack. It appears to be the size of well,
4: a body. Before Ikmar pulls it out any farther, he's gonna say, "Oh, uh,
1: Matumbe, <laughs> I think you want to see this." What is it, boy? Well, you, you see, it in the—I I know it's a little bit dark, but in the in the water at the end of this rope, I have Whoa. a bad feeling about this. Pull it in. He
3: takes his. Uh, he takes his plus one mithril dagger out so he can cut the sack open okay. when it when it gets to shore.
4: Deadliest so, catch right here. Pull it out, and a
0: bunch of Alaskan king crabs come spilling out of the boat. <laughs> and you guys are rich for one more winter. This is the whole of the season. <laughs> so <laughs>
4: this is what you may basing. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so you get the sack ashore. You cut it open. And luckily, a body doesn't spill out. You actually find what appears to be some some gear. Hmm. You see uh, the sack holds some rope, a gag, a large rusty lantern, a couple of heavy, like, hunting knives, and a rusted shovel.
1: Well, I think we may have found our defiler. Yeah, these are definitely what I would use to defile to graves if I, I mean, had to pick some tools or something. Mm, careful.
3: <laughs> Might have to throw the book at you.
1: Lyric, do you
3: detect magic on any of these
0: items?
5: She you wouldn't don't. attempt.
0: You do okay. not detect magic. Mundane.
5: Even on the face? If she detects, does she detect magic on the face? Faint
0: trace.
3: Uh. It appears we found the tools of this villain. Though, though, I do wonder why the tools are here with a boat in the middle of the swamp, but no villain. Where did the villain go?
2: So, faint bit of magic on the face. Can I touch it, and do I see anything?
0: You touch the face, and it kind of slips softly between your fingers, slimily rather gross on the back side you see a woman bearing this face and you see her doing kind of striking a deal with Lazney and it appears she's selling him goods and pelts. She goes on and and peddles her wares up, around the town and it appears she's wel- relatively warmly welcomed by the swampers in morass. And then kind of fade back
2: Okay, thanks As an unrelated note, what do manticores eat?
0: Everything
4: they can find Okay, thank you Ichmer-sized people on boats Ichmer-sized
5: humanoids <laughs> on boats
4: Things they can hit with their spikes
0: They prefer shish kebab
5: So we found all of this gear And no villain The town's members chased someone And they got bit by an awful big caiman do you think they might have met their end?
3: It's possible, but I fear a final clue eludes us. We have a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but not the one that draws it all
1: together. Uh, Lyra, is there any magic in the water besides uh, what we found? Possibly bones? I don't know what really is magic or anything, but I know what... Maybe Matumbe would be better person to ask this, but are, are bones still magical?
3: Mm, depends on the
1: bones and what was done to them.
3: I do have a question for you, Ikma. How, have you explored the rest of this island while I was um, getting exploded with mud bombs and getting healed in front of in a <laughs> broken display of
1: irreverence? Uh, that's a that's a good point. I didn't quite reach the west side of the island. I was a bit stuck up on the uh the campsite here. I th- I think it would be prudent for Vera to do one final
3: pass over with her magic detection skills, and maybe we could check the rest of the island
0: before heading out.
5: Yeah, she'd have to probably walk a little slowly, concentrating on detecting magic. But you she would continue. Can do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, you don't really find any anything magical on the edges of the island or even, you know, 20 feet offshore. I know you're kind of, like, sweeping the detect magic. So you guys feel like you've gotten a couple of clues. I don't know if you want to continue on this island. It's been, at this point, likely two hours, or you want to head back. It's dark now.
2: It feels like, at this point, we need to go back. And in fact, potentially go all the way back to Lepidstadt, because tomorrow we have to be ready to be part of the trial, and then the night after that, we have to go back and investigate another area.
0: Yeah, this would be, uh, you would know that you have to present the evidence for this crime tomorrow at 10 a.m.
5: Do we want to go back to the town and try to get more information about this girl to see if she's maybe the... Connecting point.
4: You know, if we I know we left on very poor terms with this man, but if he traveled with us, we would at least have some time saving ability. But you know, we do have to return the boats back to uh with James and Rick. You would you would know that Lazny's going to be
0: at trial tomorrow. So either way, he's it's only eight miles, so he's he's going to make it back to Lepidstat at some time yeah. in the morning, likely.
4: Yeah. And as a player, I can probably assume that the uh, the boat was this traveler, trapper person. She probably had her own boat, but Ichmer probably didn't know that.
0: Are you guys talking to Ricky and James at all?
4: Now that we've kind of, I would say, hidden-ish, the, the dirty bits. like on the boat the face probably for sure
3: can we can we journey back to ricky and james but kind of take a circuitous route to take us you know through another part of the island we haven't seen before Mm -hmm. we don't like deep dive into anything but just i mean there's we found a lot of pieces and either we're missing something or we're too dumb as people actual players to actually figure it out i'm hoping it's the former so I'm hoping one last sweep, that will that last piece will click together,
0: because I haven't figured it out. So you guys head the other way on the island, make a perception check.
4: 21 total. Uh, another 19 here.
2: I got another 11 on the die for uh, 18. Nice. 16.
0: We're on our game. Good rolls. You don't find much of anything. Hmm. But... You take this time as you're walking through to kind of reflect on what you have found. And you have put some pieces together, whether you as players know it or not. You do know that the creature was clearly attacked by a blood caiman. The beast does not have a scar or a wound from said attack. If so facto, likely wouldn't be the beast. You know that whoever was camping on this island was using a potion of dark vision and clearly had a need to use that. The beast has dark vision naturally and would not use such a thing. You know that several graves have been robbed from presumably whoever was on this island. You know that the person that was on this island likely attacked a blood cayman with a weapon. The beast had none when he was found committing a crime. And you found these tools. Now they're another lead. You don't know much about them yet, aside from the fact that they were created by Zavascriptora. So these are the the pieces of information you've managed to glean from this island. So I want you to feel like you haven't figured anything out. You have some information and you have some evidence to likely present tomorrow, as you defend the beast.
2: So we head back to Ricky and James. Then follow the island. Mm-hmm. Head back to him. To those two.
0: Are you telling them about the boat?
2: Yeah, I think, well, we'd I think bring we bring the would, boat.
0: Yeah, we would take the coast. Oh, Okay, so you're taking the you're taking the boat route.
2: Or at least like I don't know. I would drag the rope with the boat around. Um, I know if we wanted to look more like Matube, we wanted to look more. Maybe that means, uh, I don't know...
0: You're looking at the coast, he's looking in the trees or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's fine.
2: Something like that. Maybe Lyra and I go along the coast, and the Toombay and Ekmer go through there the middle. There goes for a like dip, that.
0: there's totally not any more blood caemans <laughs> ever. <laughs> no,
2: never, never. <laughs> Either would, way. Why
0: would there be more than two blood around this island?
2: So I'll take the boat around the coast, and we'll take it to Ricky and James, and I will... I will show them the boat And then I will Go ahead and say Um, do you recognize this? And also, how Are you guys queasy type people? Or or can you handle A little bit of gore?
0: James would pipe up because Ricky doesn't speak And James would say Well, um Hold on, let me, let me take a look at That, that their boat Oh, oh my, we we lost this uh, about a year ago, back when um, what? I don't know. Ricky, do you know who we, who we lent that to? And he shakes his head, doesn't respond with words. Once again, I, I think it might have been. Um, oh, an is old this man.
2: familiar? And I show the. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh Lord!
0: Dear
2: God. Oh, Phrasma, oh,
3: come! On.
0: save us! Oh Lord! What? He throws up. <laughs> <gasps> uh, wipes his mouth. What in the, in the heavens <laughs> is that? Is that I'm, a wrinkly old face you just showed me?
2: I'm, I'm sorry. It was, it was in the boat. I was hoping it sparkle memory. Yeah, that's... Uh,
0: I think my intuition was right. I think we last lent this to fucking Nan Clebin. And uh, that's her
1: goddamn face.
2: Okay, thank, thanks for identifying her Um, I'm gonna take the face away
1: That, yeah, that's enough Please place.
2: do
0: Ricky kind of stared at the face Like, didn't, didn't make a sour mouth or anything He was just like, face
2: I asked if they were okay with violence or gore No one said And then you just pulled
0: it out with any response No
2: one said anything
3: I mean, I'm pretty good with gore If someone just showed me a <laughs> face, A though... detached
4: human face
2: Yeah, I understand I still lost.
4: but And I was shunned for putting it on.
2: You put it on your face. You physically attached it to your own face. Hey,
4: Same thing.
3: <laughs> Same thing.
2: Not <laughs> at all.
3: That's a Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me.
1: God oh, damn it,
2: <laughs> <Dicker>. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay.
0: Okay, so... You guys go back one one boat heavier than before. And
4: a face heavier than before.
0: And and there's now five faces in the party. Well, there's now seven faces with the two new baby manticores.
2: Yeah. Nice.
0: Uh, so you head back to Marast and you make it there, unmolested by blood caimans or manticores or... Horrors, face-cutting horrors in the night. It's roughly 9 o'clock at this point in the evening. It's gotten dark. You know that you need to make the trek back to Lepidstatt. Are you talking to Lazny before you leave? Bickmore would at least try. Okay. And I think uh, Ricky and James would come with you. Okay. So you knock on the door... Lazny would answer, it's relatively late, but not too late for visitors. Well, what do we have here? The foreigners again, huh?
1: Uh, sorry to uh, come across your door so so late, and, and I'm sure you're, well, at least trying to sleep, but we have a couple of things to, well, we are going to uh, Lepidstadt, you are more than welcome to travel with us if you like. I, I actually was a caravan guard before my uh, investigation days, and I, I'd i be more than, well, I'd feel better if you came with us. That way we can, uh, you know, power in numbers type of thing, you know?
0: And he starts to kind of shut the door and James will kind of put his hand on the door and be like, Nah, nah last me, uh listen, these folks, I mean, we drove a hard bargain without your permission, but we took them out to, we took them out to the boneyard, and and I'll be honest, they they kind of helped save our lives. We got attacked by a giant manticore, uh, you know, the blood came. It's bigger than I ever seen. Uh, these these guys helped protect me and Ricky. I think I think these these all right people. I mean, for foreigners at least.
1: I, actually, uh, Lazny, we can actually guarantee that the uh, Boneyard is completely free of monsters now. Well, because there's a. Well, that manticore, the Lyra here, has actually uh, got the head.
5: Your town won't be troubled anymore, and you can now access your rest lands.
0: Uh, well. We uh, we gave that up after, you know, the beast bled on it, tainted the soil.
1: And, and we know that's hard. We really do. <laughs> but if you if you ever want to use it again, it's free to use.
0: Well, I suppose I appreciate that for what it's worth. Y'all find anything out there? I got a, you know. Testify tomorrow, so I, I might I might come with you to to stat You know, James says he's good people. I trust James. I, I trust Ricky. He don't talk too much, but that's all right. I'm I'm willing to travel with you. I am one of the witnesses for the crime. I do want to see this beast burn, but I it doesn't mean my curiosity isn't piqued by. You guys going out to that island. None of us has been there since since we ran that beast off.
5: Lyra is gonna do a sense motive to see if he seems genuine that he's curious or he just is like set in his ways.
4: Sure. Actually Ekmar's got that too.
5: Rolled a twenty, so a twenty four. No way, me too. Twins Twinsing, twin
4: twinning. Yeah. Alright, uh since motive wise,
0: I have 22. He appears to wonder if you found anything out there. I mean, as far as he knew, he expected the beast to be dead in the water from the Blood Cayman attack. I don't think he has any prior knowledge of something strange happening on the Boneyard other than that being the area where the beast was headed.
2: So, um, just so you know. We found about six graves, just kind of empty. Uh, I don't know who was buried all out there, but there's definitely six of them missing.
4: Well, that
0: was—I mean, that's that's where we traditionally buried buried our dead. Now we did bury the victims of the beast out there too, but it was our—you know—our town's graveyard until the beast tainted it.
2: But why would they be missing? That's what I'm saying. They're missing.
0: I don't know. I mean, Beast got some kind of body fetish. I'm not sure. I don't know how you foreigners act, but you know, I I assume he may have have exhumed them while he was doing his shady business out there.
5: There were also some tools that we found that didn't seem like the Beast would have any use for them. Like a lantern. The Beast has dark vision. He wouldn't need that.
0: Well, I don't know much about that. Uh, again, I, I didn't know anybody was going out there until I saw the beast heading that way, and we chased him off.
1: Well, I mean, we we found the, a boat as well, and Ricky and James, uh, well, definitely identified it from uh, your. I, I guess uh, well it, of your of your town and well it, it's been missing
0: yeah we, we did the, the boys did let me know we were missing a boat roughly you know a year ago maybe a year and a couple months that boat went missing I'm, I appreciate you for, for finding it bringing it back to us it appears to be in good condition I'd, I mean, the boys only lend to people town trusts. So a boat went missing. Did
3: someone go missing along with the boat? Your, your boys seem to think that there was a, a lady who went missing at that time.
0: I will tell you, we did have kind of... The boat that went missing was... Usually on reserve for uh, Nan Kleben. She was a uh, kind of like a trapper in the swamps. She she came here to here to do trade. Usually every month or so, but um, she
4: hasn't been been around town in about a year.
2: Oh, I found her.
4: Well, Ichmer definitely he like he wants to interject, but. He knows that he's been yelled at for this for, before, from uh, from the party. So he, he abstains, but he definitely like is like trying to like, kind of like twitches his arm like I, I know something, but he's holding it back.
2: Okay, so Eclipse would have just said, "Oh, I found her," and then probably would have like nudged Ick because. Would have seen him tense up, and she knows he actually he also saw it. That's
0: well, where is she then?
5: She maybe wasn't who you thought she was. We only found part of her.
2: Yeah, are you okay with this? Um,
5: do
0: you see it? Do not show me a dead body, please, if that's what you're trying to.
2: It's just a part of her.
0: I. Don't care. She'd been missing for a year. I believe you if you think, if you said she's dead, uh, James. You you see this? They show you fucking body parts. Yeah, Leslie, They they uh, pulled it right out. I threw right up. Well, damn. All right. Well, that's interesting. Beast must have got her too, Mister Lesney. I I I think.
3: It it would not be out of turn for me to suppose that Nan went missing long before a year ago. See, that's when this person left with your boat and disappeared, but we found remains of Nan that were infused with magics. These particular magics could be used to disguise someone's individuality. We believe that this person may have done away with Nan and uh, betook her appearance. I don't think Nan borrowed your boat. I think it was this other person
0: supposing himself as Nan. Well, that's certainly disturbing news, but it's news to me the same. It's interesting, I'll, I'll certainly consider it tomorrow. I mean, I'm sure you'll bring Whatever remains of Nan You got to this trial So If you're ready to leave I'm willing to come with you As long as you got a place for us to stay Well who's doubling up With
3: him on the horse I'm not doing it Probably Eclipse
4: (laughs) She's child size Where is Eclipse Putting her new pet
2: In my backpack Lyra can take two backpacks. Okay. It's just a backpack.
4: So you guys
0: head back to Lepidstatt, and you make it back. Again, it's, it's about eight miles, so you make it back, you know, roughly an hour or two on horseback. And you settle down for the night, and you get ready for the trial in the morning. Now, you know that the businesses of Lepidstead usually open at 6 a.m. and close at 6 p.m. There's a potential that you could try and get some information before the trial begins, but you need to be there promptly at 10 in order to present evidence. It's also late, but you likely want to give Barrister Koppel some heads up of what you found.
4: Ickmer is going to sharpen his sword in the morning. It's not the morning yet.
0: Because before you get to sharpen your sword I need you to finish your drink cuz we'll see you next week.
4: Oh, ah, yeah. nice. I knew it. Whew.